morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Guppad mop or nupping mop, I ends. <laughs> you can relax. Uh, the podcast didn't just go crazy and your player is not messing up. I actually said those words. Kapud mapur napping mapai frapens. See, that's a made-up language that my parents used to speak when they didn't want my brother and I to understand them. The way this one works is that before every vowel sound in a word, you insert the letters U-P to get up. So good becomes gapud. Morning is mapur napping. It's before every vowel sound. Not every vowel, but every vowel sound. So what I said to you was, good morning, my friends. Gapud mapur napping mapai frapens. I know, it's kind of silly, isn't it? When we were kids, the first word we figured out was the word cup and duppy. It was an important word because that word meant candy. <laughs> that was the very first one my brother and I were ever able to figure out. And eventually we learned it. And still today, every once in a while, my mom and I will slip into this language of up. Now, the reason my parents wanted to use that language was simply to keep us in the dark about some things. They wanted to talk sort of in code and in secret because they didn't want my brother and I to know what they were talking about or what they were suggesting about where we might be going or what we might be doing. Usually it happened in the car as we were driving down the road and one of them got an idea about doing something different. So instead of getting our hopes up, they would slip into this language of up and have a short conversation. Like I said, it's kind of silly, but it's also kind of fun. But its purpose was to keep my brother and I in the dark. Now, did you know that as Christians, we have our own language that can often keep other people in the dark? It's very true. Many people call it Christianese. We use phrases and words that Christians understand But if you're conversing with someone who's never been to church or is not a Christian, you're going to really give them the wrong impression and the wrong idea about who we are because they won't have a clue of what you're talking about. Let's think about these common phrases that we use in church that if we use them in conversations with non-Christians, they'd really think we're weird. What if we stood up and said, Praise God, hallelujah, I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I've been sanctified, justified, born again. The old man is dead and I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, let me be very clear. Every statement in that is 100% biblically accurate. But can you imagine someone hearing that for the very first time? Most of the time, we would lose them at the, I've been washed in the blood of the lamb. To a non-Christian, that sounds just gross. They don't understand what it means or what it's all about. And yet, if we're not careful, we can slide into those kinds of conversations. I have a friend who does a podcast where she brings guests on and has them talk about some of the things God's done in their lives. One of her prerequisites is you can't use Christianese. You can't use those hot words that Christians would use because non-Christians just don't understand it and you're going to lose them right away. We all know that God wants us to share our faith, to talk to our non-Christian friends and family about who he is and what he wants to do in our lives. But if we start sliding into those Christianese words, We can soon confuse them and lose them, and they will not really understand what it is we're saying. Paul understood the importance of this. In Colossians chapter 4, verses 4 to 6, he writes, Pray that I will proclaim this message as clearly as I should. 
Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you might have the right response for everyone. There's a very simple lesson for us here in all of this. We should not worry about trying to impress our non-Christian friends with our theology. We should just tell them about what God means to us, how he's changed our lives and how much he loves us, and how much we love him and why we want to follow him, and do it in the clearest and simplest terms possible so that they can understand, and it may start to open up doors into their hearts and into their lives. Let's make sure we don't confuse them with our Christian code language that we speak. I hope you will have a great day, my friends. And we will talk in plain English again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.